you guys. OMG. I did a thing, okay? I hate to be dramatic, but I am honestly super nervous um, to share that today is the day that I launched my brand new blog, everybodylied.com. Now, this is really a full circle moment for me because when I started the singlewivesclub.com back in 2012, literally 10 years ago, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, oh my gosh, um, it was a blog site. And really, I had this vision of creating a resource for single women who were preparing to become wives. And the fact that I am right back where I was 10 years ago, launching this blog, um, as a resource for other women in similar situations, dealing with similar similar struggles, I'm kind of mad at myself, honestly, because I feel like, man, imagine you know how bomb my blog would be if I had stuck with it for a whole decade. So I'm kind of mad at myself for that, but I am also nervous and excited to share with y'all some of the things that I really feel like I don't have another space or outlet to share. I mean, obviously here on the podcast, I have the opportunity to really connect with you all, you know, in a deeper and personal way. Um, And I think the blog is just going to be another opportunity for me to do that and to just share more resources um, in in an educational format. So everybodylie.com is based on this premise that a lot of the things that we were raised to believe were just not true. A lot of the things, and and it's both good and bad. So in a sense of like the bad things that we were told, a lot of us were pressured into doing things based on the opinions of other people, based on this idea that society kind of brainwashed us into believing And those beliefs a lot of times dictate our decisions. So some of those beliefs, those negative beliefs that can kind of force us or persuade us to pursue things that are not in our best interest. Some of those beliefs were there's a timeline, right? There's a specific timeline that you need to get married. There's like this order of operations that we should follow where, you know, you got to go to school, you got to get good grades, you get a degree, you get a good job with good benefits. And that is the recipe to live a good life. That was a lie. We have definitely millennials ain't playing that game. First of all, we ain't sticking around at no job for 50 years so they could use and abuse us. We're not doing that. And I am so grateful. I feel so blessed to have been born in the time that I was where we are not like our parents subscribing to this idea that we have to dedicate the next 50, 60 years of our life to a company that will hopefully pay us back, you know, in terms of a pension. We are not subscribing to the lie that you got to work till you die. Millennials are like, uh-uh, we're going to figure this thing out. We're going to live life on our own terms. And if you think the millennials ain't playing that game, baby, baby, Gen Z is definitely not here for the foolishness. And so 
believing that you have to follow this order in order to live this life, that was definitely a lie. I believed that I needed to be married by 25. Like men are just not going to want you after 25. Your value starts to diminish, right? We've heard all of these stories, all of these scare tests, scare tactics that can sometimes push us into relationships that are toxic, uh, wasting time with people who are not worth our time simply because we have subscribed to this lie that you got to speed up life because you're getting older. The clock is ticking. That was a lie. Take it from somebody. I met my husband at 31. Okay. Over the hump. All right. I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't, Now, let me just say that because I did believe that lie, because I felt like, okay, I'm done with school, I'm in my career, now I need to get married, I definitely ended up in an abusive relationship engaged to be married at 24 years old because I believed that I needed to be married by 25. I had subscribed to a lie that literally led me down a path of destruction. So believing that this clock is ticking, that is a lie. Another lie that is a constant and consistent conversation is the fact that your eggs are going to just dry up. They are going to be non-existent after you turn 30. The world would have you believe that you might as well like get your walker or wheelchair out at your 30th birthday. Like you might as well just get ready to find a retirement home to live in for the rest of your life once you turn 30. And that is is a lie for a lot of us life starts getting good at 30 because you didn't figured out a whole lot of ish you didn't learned a whole lot of hard lessons in your 20s that now hopefully if you actually learn those lessons and applied those lessons in your 20s you're living a little bit better by the time you turn 30 and for me and and I think it's like a, a common um feeling for those of us who did have kids later in life I didn't have my first baby until I was 35 years old okay I know for sure that I would not have been prepared anytime sooner hell I don't even feel like I was prepared at 35 so I cannot imagine what my children's lives would be like what my mental health would be like if I would have become a mother any sooner if I would have had a mother if I would have had a child based on this timeline you know based on the fact that my clock was ticking and I needed to have these babies I know for sure that my children and my life it it benefits from the fact that I waited a little bit later now I didn't necessarily wait by choice because I told y'all I tried to run down the aisle at, at 25 so I didn't necessarily wait by choice but I'm definitely grateful that the circumstance played out in the way that it did But subscribing to the belief that you are hopeless after 30, you should just hang it up. You should just buy a cat, get a dog. I am proof, me personally, I'm proof that that is a lie. Now, on the other side of things, so those are some of the negative lies that that we're told. And if we subscribe to them, we can literally put ourselves on a path of destruction because we are trying to dictate literally our dreams based on what society is telling us that we should be doing. Now, on the other side, sometimes we are taught that things are just going to be easy, that things are just going to work out, that it's just going to happen naturally. And that's not necessarily a healthy mindset either. So let me give you an example. 
on the bad side, we are taught that, you know, your eggs going to dry up. It's you're going to have challenges, um, you know, having kids later in life. Nobody's going to want you. The men aren't going to want you once you are a certain age. You have to be in your career by a certain time. That's the negative side. The other side that can also set us up for failure is when people say things like marriage is a magic pill. Right. Just get married and, you know, you live happily ever after. We subscribe to this fairy tale Cinderella story that had us as little girls believing that, you know, our Prince Charming was going to show up, save us from the single struggle. And we're just going to, you know, be whisked away and live happily ever after. That was a lie. That was a lie that has led so many women into relationships and situationships that end up wasting our time, that end up leaving us hopeless because we are basing our romantic desires off of a fairy tale, literally a literal fairy tale. Now, I believe, you know, my love story is a little fairy tale ish, but it ain't perfect. And I think when society gives us the this uh, thought that you find a good man, you get married, and then you're going to live happily ever after. It's the ever after part that is the big lie. Because even if you have the best husband in the whole world, the love of your dreams, the man that you prayed for, it's not always going to be rainbow and sunshine and feeling like a fairy tale. Okay, it's not always going to be the honeymoon feeling that happily ever after is not real. It's not it's not reality. Okay, it's not realistic. And so if you enter a marriage thinking that it's going to be a magic pill, thinking that this man of your dreams is going to, quote unquote, make you happy, then it's only a matter of time before that blows up. It's only a matter of time before that thought leads to this toxic cycle of hurt feelings let down, like you being let down, your expectations not being met because we have this fictional idea of what marriage and relationship looks like based on this fairy tale that we saw as children. That was a lie. When I became a mother the first time, I kept replaying in my mind the thought that I had heard for the last 35 years, that once you have this baby, like once the baby is out, once you're looking at your baby's face, once you're staring in their eyeballs, the motherly instinct is just naturally going to appear, right? Once that baby pops out, you're naturally going to just tap into this motherly instinct. Now, I can say that there, like, chances are, if you push comes to shove, if your child is in danger, I'm sure that some type of instinct will tap in where you're not going to let nothing happen to your child. Okay, I'm pretty sure about that part. But to believe that you are going to have a baby at 12 o'clock and by 1230, you just naturally know how to be a mother. That is a lie. Everybody lied when they told you that your motherly instincts were just going to tap in the minute your child was born. And that was the reality that I had to face. Not because I felt unfit to be a mother. Because again, I'm 35. This is as fit as I've ever been. Okay, I'm in the best position that I've ever been in my life to be a mother. So I didn't necessarily feel unfit. 
But I also didn't necessarily feel like I just naturally knew what I was doing. I experienced a lot of anxiety. We talk a lot about postpartum depression, but people don't talk enough about postpartum anxiety, like the responsibility of a life. <laughs> Literally, like this life is in your hands. Now, yes, they got a daddy, right? Yes, my children's, we, right? I'm married. My, they have a father in the home. He shares responsibility, but there is nothing like the responsibility of a mother. And when I got that baby home and every day it was my responsibility to make sure he stayed alive, to make sure he was still breathing when I put him down for a nap. It was like when when I got home from the hospital the second time, because, you know, if y'all listen to my birth story, you know, I ended up going back to the hospital, had to stay there for a week, all of these things. But when I got home for real, for real, for good, I remember feeling like. What the hell am I supposed to do? Not even just what the hell am I supposed to do, but all of like my mind was just racing with all of the things that could possibly go wrong. All of the responsibilities that I now had, all of the things that I could no longer do because of this responsibility that I have, this new role that I have stepped into. And so that was probably my first experience or my first time realizing that everybody had lied, that what I'm what I'm feeling, the reality is not what, you know, is not the picture that people had painted my entire life. And so for people who find themselves in the newness of life, people who find themselves wearing these new roles, stepping into these, you know, new responsibilities and having no clue that is what everybodylied.com is all about. A resource for people like me who are just trying to figure this thing out because there is no blueprint. There is no handbook that tells you how to be a mother, how to be a wife. I'm struggling. I'm figuring it out, but it ain't easy. And I love my husband. He's literally a heaven sent man, but marriage still is not easy. I'm still not happily ever after. I'm happy most of the time. I'm, I'm more happy than not, but it's not an ever after. He still get on my damn nerves sometimes. These kids still stress me out. Do I love being their mother? Absolutely. But I don't know what I'm doing most of the time. I literally got married. No, I got engaged April 2020. Got pregnant June 2020. Got married January 2021, got uh, and had a baby, became a mother March 2021. So in less than a year, I literally entered every new transition you can imagine, okay? Getting, pre getting engaged, which I was so excited about, getting pregnant, which threw a wrench in our entire plan, getting married while being pregnant was a whole other mental thing that I had to work through because that definitely was not a part of my plans. And then not even really being able to fully step into being a wife because I immediately became a mother. So now, you know, here we are trying to figure out this new role of husband and wife while also taking on the responsibility of mom and dad and just trying to figure it out. And with this being my reality, it is so obvious to me why so many relationships fail 
once you have kids, once you say I do, that new level of responsibility, it's it's indescribable and nobody prepares you for it. And so with everybodylied.com, my goal is just to share with y'all the lessons that I'm having to learn the hard way, um, some resources that I'm picking up along the way, and hopefully uh, some relatable stories for those of y'all who, like me, sometimes feel alone. Like, who has these answers? Where can I go to talk about this stuff? And so on this blog, I'm going to be sharing content in four categories. So there's the new mama category, which of course is all about raising these kids. Okay. My, my children are one and two at this point, one is turning one next week, one is turning three, um, in March. So I have two toddler boys that I'm wrangling. So everything from, um, you know, the first birthday party, I'm planning Kenzo's first birthday party right now. So there's a blog up about that. After his party, I'll do a little recap and share, you know, some of the stuff where I got it and all that stuff that y'all be asking me about on Instagram. I'm really tired of Instagram, y'all. So you gonna have to find me over here on the podcast or over there on the blog. But that's where I'm really going to be sharing, um, getting deep with the information that I'll be sharing. So new mama is a category. New wife is a category for those of us who love marriage. We love our man, but we don't know what the hell we doing. Like we just trying to figure it out. Um, So I'm talking about lessons that I've learned in my first three years of marriage, how my attachment style has, you know, affected me, how your attachment style could possibly be affecting you. The new adventures category is going to be for like uh, travel and different things that we try as a couple or as a family. So I'm excited about it. Oh, and then new woman, new woman is all about like goal setting, going after the things that you truly desire. And so I'm going to be sharing updates frequently. There's a place there on everybodylive.com where you can insert your email and I will add you to my newsletter so that I can keep you up to date. But I am super excited about this new opportunity, this new way for, um, for us to connect. So for the woman who is walking into the newness of life, Y'all know I'm not going to just drop this episode as like an announcement of what I got going on without giving y'all a couple of tips, a couple of steps to help you start walking into whatever newness you desire. The first thing that I'm going to encourage you to do is write your own agreements. So we talked about this in a solo episode last month. It's the concept of the four agreements where Don Miguel Ruiz, I'll drop the link below if you have not read the four agreements, but he basically gives you these four new agreements to accept these four new beliefs that you can basically live by. I'm going to encourage you to write your own agreement, to come up with this new belief that you are going to live your life by. Because a lot of times we are literally basing our beliefs off of what we were raised to believe, the things that our mama believed based on what her mama taught her. And so we end up 35 years old wondering why we're living a lie. Well, we're living a lie because we believed a lie because everybody lied. So I want to challenge you to start challenging what you've been believing. Figure out if your current beliefs are actually in alignment with your life experience or are you just regurgitating beliefs based on what you were taught as a child? 
So that's number one, write your own beliefs or write your own agreements. I'm sorry. Second thing that I want you to do is unsubscribe from unsupportive spaces, whatever that looks like for you, whether that means limiting the time that you spend with specific people or in specific spaces, or that could mean it's time to cut ties with toxic people because they are negatively influencing your experience. You know those spaces and those places that just put you in like a funky mood, right? They just do something to your spirit. You wanna be intentional about how you are spending your time, where you are using your energy. And part of that is going to require that you unsubscribe from these unsupportive people, places, and spaces. And last but not least, you got to take matters into your own hands. It is not enough to identify the change that we want to make, that needs to be made without also taking action to implement that change. And so if you have a desire to become a better woman, to step into a new season, it's going to require you to do something different if you want a different result. So taking matters into your own hands could mean reading a book. I'm going to be sharing with y'all some of the books that are on my reading list for this year. We talked about the 12 week year. Um, so that's one that you can definitely start with. The Four Agreements is another. I'll drop links to both of those in the show notes. Listening to podcasts that put you in a positive mental state, okay? That's going to help you to remember who you are and whose you are when life starts lifing. Subscribing to YouTube channels that keeps you on the right track, that motivates you. Finding a coach, attending a class, working on things that are personal and not only focusing on those professional goals is part of what I'm going to challenge you to do in 2024. Okay. Now, personally, some of the things that I'm working on, um, we talked about, you know, me working on my boundaries, me working on being more assertive, me working on getting my house in order. Okay, that's going to be part of what I'm sharing on the blog. Y'all, I'm literally reading a, well, I'm not reading it, but I'm listening to a book on Audible that was written by a woman who's married. She has multiple children, ADHD, and she struggles to keep her house organized. I am the most unorganized, organized person you'll ever meet. Like I live in organized chaos. That is not conducive for children it ain't even conducive for me and so a part of you know what I'm personally working on is how can I start focusing more on home making goals for my household the same way I'm going after all of these goals in my business and so the same way I'm going to hire a coach or read a book or find a resource to help me make more money or grow my business if my goal is to become more feminine if my goal is to work on my attachment style if my goal is to be a, become a better mom if I want to figure out how I can uh, breastfeed my child or organize my house or strengthen my marriage I'm gonna put just as much time and energy and focus and intention into finding resources for those areas of my life life as well. And so today I want to encourage you to do that too. 
So as we are stepping into the newness of life, chances are you are going to find yourself thinking, damn, they lied. This is not what I was expecting. This is not what they said it was going to be. And so for those of you who are like me that are realizing that we have to rewrite our agreements, we have to rewrite what we consider to be truth. I want to encourage you to come on over, subscribe at everybodylie.com so that we can stay connected. And I look forward to learning and growing and sharing with you. I love you. Got nothing but love for you. And I'll catch you on the next episode. If you are interested in starting or growing your podcast in 2024, I want to encourage you to join me on February 6th from 7.30 to 9 p.m. Eastern for 90 minutes, y'all, a 90-minute office hours Q&A where I'm giving you the opportunity to pick my brain on all things podcasting. So whether you simply want to know how to get started, you're wondering what type of technology, what kind of systems or tools you need to start and record your podcast episodes. If you want to know how to book great guests, how to grow your show, how to make the podcast charts, then this is your chance to get all of your questions answered. Check out the link below to join me at Office Hours. And the best part, you get to name your price. I'll see you there.